0: everybody. Welcome to Middletime Centre for Autism's podcast. My name is Helen Ford. I'm a specialist teacher with the learning support and assessment team. I work with individual referrals and also whole school referrals that come through to the centre. Today I am talking to Kevin Ward and Shauna Lines, who both work in Lismore Comprehensive School in County Armagh. Kevin is the SENCO and Shauna is a classroom assistant. It was a great privilege of mine to work alongside Shauna and Kevin in my role as coordinator for Middletown Centre for Autism's whole school programme. Today, I am chatting with Kevin and Shauna about their experience of working with Middletown and how the whole school programme impacted on pupils and staff. So begin with Kevin. How has autism practice evolved or changed as a result of Middletown Centre for Autism's whole school programme?
1: Hi, Helen. I think um, the whole mindset that we have within the school has changed completely. Um, Following that programme, everything that we do um, for the pupils with autism in our school has changed dramatically. Um, We look very closely at each pupil individually. Um, and we set out a, a program of events to ensure that we, posters around the school indicating to the pupils where they are, are going. We have all of the classroom doors um, numbered and highlighted so that they ensure to ensure that they know where they're going and where they're going to the right place. Um, we have worked very closely with the teachers to ensure that then within the classroom that they're. Implementing visual strategies, they are using visual cues for the pupils because we have found that many of the pupils with autism respond very positively to visual stimuli. Um, in addition to this, we have looked very much at the sensory side of the pupil and the emotional regulation side of the pupil. So, where we have put that translation work into place, any child that comes into us in List more, we work with that child, and we observe that child. We observe that child both in the classroom and outside of the classroom. And from those observations, we put together a profile of that people. We put together an individual plan that helps to meet the needs of that people. So we look to see whether they need some sensory work done or whether they need an emotional regulation plan put in place. This emotional regulation plan helps us to ensure that the child learns how to self-regulate, learns when they need to self-regulate and where they can go in school. Um, We have tried to be proactive rather than reactive. So one of the big things that we did with the help of Middletown was that we developed a calm room. We use the calm room very much um, where we have highlighted areas or situations in the school that maybe perhaps causes anxiety Um, and the pupils go to the calm room in advance of this and they use the strategies that are in place for them to help to regulate them in advance so that when they're going into perhaps situations that they previously would have been anxious about they're going in in a steady state and then this helps to keep them regulated and get into the classroom and therefore That holistic approach then helps with the academic side of the work.
0: Thank you, Kevin. Shauna, can you just tell me a little bit about how your personal practice has changed because of the whole school program?
2: Yep. Um, Well, I was on the sensory um, group for the Middletown project. And I think now, as a classroom assistant, I'm more aware now of everything in a classroom. I'm able to walk into a room. I'm always checking simple things like looking at the lights, the blinds, even things like noises and all that I never ever would have taken into consideration before. So I know where that all these things can have such a huge impact on our students with autism. Um, simple things like the numbers being on the doors, Guidance for for our students now is playing a big part for us because it's helping us help them. Um, I just think the whole thing has just made me more aware of classroom situations, environments, things that I never would have took into consideration before.
0: And Shauna, can you tell me about the impact directly for some of the pupils that you work with? What difference has... I suppose your new learning and your new perspective made on those pupils. Well, I know the likes of sensory breaks now
2: that we've introduced. Um, Students have got used to asking for these sensory breaks or else I know that they need a sensory break before they do, which I think is very good because it's helping avoid the anxiety and sometimes the behaviours that may arise too. Um, It's just about looking now and being more aware and trying to avoid certain situations for the student.
0: Brilliant, thank you. And Kevin, from I suppose a Senko's perspective, what are the main changes that you have experienced?
1: For me as a Sanko, the, the main change that I have seen, Helen, is the, the attitude sometimes of the staff um, and the, the knowledge that our staff now have. Um, and that comes about because directly because of the work with Middletown when they were in school on the whole school programme. We had developed a core team um, that worked through each of the different areas that we were working on. And part of, part of the that plan was to upscale our staff to the point now where our staff are then able to continue on with the work. They are able to see things and notice things and be aware of things and question things and and question, you know, if a pupil's acting in a certain way, why are they acting in a certain way? What what needs to change? And that's not a a change from a pupil perspective, that's a change from the environment within that area, whether it's something within the classroom, whether it's something that has perhaps happened outside of the classroom. Teachers are questioning why. You know what? What was the antecedent to the behaviour, um, and that—that that for me is a very big plus. They're also then coming and asking for advice. They're asking, what can we do to change? What can we do to make things better for that one people with autism? It's that individual level that they're working on. They're working individually with that one people, and then they're changing the plan for another people and changing the plan for another people. Whereas. Prior to Middletown, a lot of times we would have been thinking, well, here's our plan for autism, let's go with that plan for autism. And it didn't matter who the child was. It didn't matter what the child looked like, it didn't matter what the child's difficulties were. But we now know that every child has a different plan. Every child needs a different plan because the impact of autism is different for every child. And I suppose that's why we introduced the PERT observations and we introduced the emotional regulation plans. To me, the power observations have been one of the most successful things to come out of the, the Middletown programme. We go in as a power and we sit in different areas of the room and we observe the child in the classroom and then move into another classroom so that we're seeing that unstructured area. But because we're sitting in different places, we're seeing different things, we're hearing different things as well. Um, you know, for example, I was in a part observation a couple of weeks ago and after the observation, myself and the other the other member staff met to talk about what we had observed and what we had written down on our pages were, were very different because of the angles that we were sitting at. You know, so I was picking up things that they weren't picking up and vice versa. So whenever we put that together, we had a more complete um, viewpoint and a, a more complete um Area where we were able to then develop a, a better profile for that pupil, and for that pupil in question, it was very much sensory or, orientated. Um, there was noises in the room that the teacher at the front of the room was picking up, whereas there was things at the back of the room, such as of the shade of the lighting that I was picking up. So it was very good in that sense because we were able to get a more a, a, a fuller a fuller um, appreciation of what the difficulties were for that child in that class.
0: Brilliant, Kevin. Thank you. Could you also tell me a little bit, Kevin, about um I suppose the two year planning matrix we were able to support you with. Um, part of the school, the whole school program, the school receives a school develop uh, a plan mm-hmm. uh, for the, the the period of time that Middletown are in the school. And we don't get through every piece of work. So the two year matrix was a piece of work that we did at the very,
1: very end. Can you tell me a bit about that? Yes, absolutely. You know, as, as you say there, Helen, the plan was in place for while Middletown was in, in school. But what we didn't want to do was we didn't want to stop there. We wanted to continue. And we wanted we have, without doubt, improved as a school um, with Middletown's help. But there's still more to be done. There's still more to do. There's still a turnover of teachers and assistants. There's still a turnover of pupils. So we didn't want to stop. We wanted to continue upskilling our staff. We wanted to continue working with our staff and working with their pupils to make our school better for our pupils with autism. Um, as a result, we we drew up the, the two-year plan, a longitudinal plan, we had called it, um, to push forward with what we were doing, and we split it up into different areas. Um, we had a learning teaching section, we had a training section, um, so that the training was continuing. But while in Middletown, we had we had four or five different areas of training to develop, we were able to zone in um, and be slightly more specific in the areas of training that we wanted to do, while continuing with the learning and teaching. And as a result, the big thing for me was that it was part of our, our whole school development plan within the school. Um, so it wasn't just something that I was doing as the single. It was something that the school had highlighted as being important and school had highlighted that we needed to continue to do as a whole school and therefore on our inset days there's always an element of additional needs and autism within that so that we can continue to to develop and improve improve our structures improve our procedures our our plans are brilliant but they can always be improved and that's what we're, we're trying to do we're trying to continue to develop it Um, We have developed different resources in different areas of the school. um, And all of those resources go into the the shared shared area within the school so that they can be accessed and edited as appropriate by the teachers to to suit their own subject area. Um, We have also tried to... um, We've also worked with, with yourselves in Middletown to... Um, work towards an Excellence in Autism Accreditation Award uh, and hopefully we will we will achieve that award um, quite soon.
0: Perfect. Thank you, Kevin. Shauna, one of the pieces of work that you were involved with um, was establishing the camera room within the school. Can you tell me a little bit about the difference that that had made for some of the pupils that you work with?
2: And it's really, really helped them coming back into class. They're more focused. They're more settled. They're able now to engage. They're able to have conversation. Things that they couldn't have done before this was put in place. So it's been really, really successful, which is good to see.
0: I always remember you talking about that, Shauna, and very passionately about how it, it had made such a difference for specific pupils that they were then able, as you say, to engage in activities, to go back into classroom, to be on task. And it's made a massive difference for some of the people. Absolutely. I know there was a
2: student who actually was so looking forward to go to it. He couldn't wait to actually see me coming to pick him up. And whenever I brought him, he knew the body sock that we had, that was his go-to item. So he knew, no matter how he was feeling, that if he went, got in the body sock, done the stretches or whatever it was, and he knew that when he he left there, he always used to say to me, oh, it makes me feel so much better. So hearing that is such a huge thing. And it's so rewarding because this is what we're working towards. This is the whole point of having this room. It's to help our students.
0: Yeah, such powerful, powerful words yeah. from the young person. Yeah. yeah. Having the last thing that I was going to ask you to talk about was the, um, the peer awareness program that we were able to support you with in school.
1: Yeah, um, so we worked with a lot of our older students, our year 13 and 14 students. And the the reason for that was because um, they were then able to go around uh, as older students within the school and work with the pupils, work with the younger pupils within the school um, with the diagnosis of autism. And they put in a lot of time and effort to ensure that, you know, they were upskilled themselves and they were aware of the impact of autism on on different pupils within school. And then they did a lot of work individually with the students. Um, we introduced Lego therapy and trained up our year 13 and 14 pupils in Lego therapy over a number of sessions. And then they um, cascaded that that training, I suppose, and worked with the, the pupils with autism through the Lego therapy to help them, you know, to break down buyers that they had, to break down even buyers in communication, where they were sitting doing the Lego therapy and all of a sudden they were beginning to have those small conversations. Um and you know it was it was so valuable and um, to see that on the outside just looked like someone sitting playing with a bit of Lego, but there was actually a, a technique and a thought process behind it. And and it brought out a lot of um interesting thoughts and opinions from the year 13s and 14s that they just couldn't believe that these people that they were with maybe two or three weeks ago sitting in silence wouldn't look at that people wouldn't have eye contact with that people wouldn't even say hello all of a sudden we're having conversations and talking about things and talking about what they were building and what they were doing so it was a very very powerful um piece of work to do um we then used things like autism week to to highlight autism across the whole school um, and and to the whole school. And and we used used that Autism Week and we'll continue to use Autism Week to showcase um, famous people was one of the things we did to showcase famous people with autism and showing them what what pupils can achieve, regardless of what barriers to learning they have. We also looked at our own past pupils um, that have left us and had a diagnosis of autism and what they have done and what they have achieved and where they have went to. And we have creative profiles um, that we can then showcase every year. You know, this people with autism left us in 2016, for example, and has been on and has a degree and has been working in this area. Or this people has, has a diagnosis of autism and is working in this area. And to show our pupils that having a diagnosis of autism doesn't hinder in any way what you can or, or can't do. You, you can do what you want to do um, as long as the, the correct procedures and, and strategies are in place. Uh, and it's brilliant, it, it, it worked really, really well because they now you may, maybe have aims and objectives that maybe they thought they, they couldn't have in the past. But it's all because of the strategies uh, that are in place for them, the, the calm room, the, the pu- pupil profiles, the sensory profiles, the Muslim and plans they're all there to break down the barriers that their, their diagnosis of autism, the impact of autism gives to them. And as Sean says, um, they go in the class now engaged and they work and they're working to, to their, the best of their ability. And then they know that they can go on and achieve whatever they want to achieve.
0: Such positive, positive work. Thank you both for taking the time to talk to me today. And also thank you to our podcast listeners. I hope it has been beneficial to hear Shauna and Kevin's experience in working in partnership with Middletown Centre for Autism and also the impact of the whole school programme in Lismore more comprehensive school. Thank you.